0: Thank you for listening to this podcast one production available on Apple podcasts and podcast one. Most people do not think twice or even once about things I find deeply humiliating things like writing their profession in their Instagram bio or wearing a jumpsuit yet. I'm embarrassed every time I walk into a room because I know people will look over at me and then I'm embarrassed to leave that room because I might exit in an embarrassing fashion. Like I'll hold my neck at a strange angle and I'll look like a turtle. Excerpted from No One Asked for This by Cassie David. Available wherever books and audiobooks are sold. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Locked and loaded, ready to go. Episode 72 of Rula Two is here. Yeah, Mark Fernandez, how are you?
1: I'm good, man. So ironic that it's episode 72. Why is that? Because seventy two is the year of the Miami Dolphins' perfect season. Wow. Okay, so this, this is episode it's fitting. It's fitting, it's Epis- fitting in an ironic way. I Very think. ironic, <laughs> you know. And, and like, I'll leave it to you guys to sort of figure out the irony and and, and kind of you know uh, see the joke in all of this. Sure, uh, especially with what because I have no idea what's about to come out of me. I I'm I'm interested to know. I have no idea what's going to come out of me. I, Which is I, what – this is great. We haven't talked to anybody about it. People no. in the office have asked us, hey, did you like the movie? Did you like the movie? Right. And we've both said we don't want to talk about it until right now.
0: Right. Right. And I, I, I've been I've been actually looking forward to this conversation. You and I, though we don't agree always, um, I always respect your opinions more than anything. Same, same here. Because I love talking movies with you, and uh, I think that's what this review will be. Um it is full spoilers for Rise of Skywalker for those listening at home on your Collider Jedi Council podcast one feed, and or watching us here on this pre taped edition dropping right before the holidays. Yeah. So I hope everybody enjoys this. Um, comes in with a, an open mind, I would say. Yeah. Uh, keep it keep it fair in the comments. Keep it keep it real. Yeah. Just... We we don't need to yell and scream. This is this is Star Wars. I I will celebrate this, but I am also going to critique this movie. Yeah. Um, and I know you know you have your thoughts, but before we get there, yeah. this episode is sponsored by Heroes and Villains. So if you go to heroesvillains.com and put Rule 10 on checkout, you get 10% off. And that, look at what I'm wearing right now. It, of course, this is the, uh, the Endor uh, collection, I believe, and uh, part of the Endor collection. But they have all new stuff with Star Trek, Joker, Batman, and, of course, the Warriors of Mandalore. So check it out. We are – Doing a friendly competition among the office and the different shows. Uh, And I love their stuff. So please, if you do go, you'd still have time. This is dropping Monday on the 23rd. If you get in there and get 10% off with Rule 10, you can probably get some nice swag. On your Christmas, or maybe yeah, a couple man. days later, who help, knows? Help us pay the bills. Got to pay some bills here.
1: Yeah, man. Help us support uh, this amazing company, Heroes and Villains, that has let us do all this cool stuff. It's a fantastic
0: company. It yeah, really is. Yeah,
1: including um, we on on Wednesday night um, around midnight, we dropped uh, George Lucas camps out for the Rise of Skywalker. Uh, heroes and villains also helped us out with that yes they did you know if you guys want to keep seeing that kind of kooky content that we make that we have so much fun doing for you guys you know go check out heroes and villains rule 10 get yourself a little discount buy some you know buy some some gear buy some star wars stuff that doesn't have any
0: of this other baggage that we're about to get into with our spoiler (laughs) review of the rise of skywalker yeah man Um, you just got to celebrate star wars at the end of the day yeah Star Wars is Star Wars. Yeah, we've been doing this, Fernandez. We've been doing this the show for a while, but I would say that Star Wars has had divisiveness ever since 1980, 1980 when yeah. Empire Strikes Back came out, and reviewers were not very thrilled with that one. A more darker chapter, grim, grim. They they didn't get. They didn't know. I mean, I I'm, I'm paraphrasing some of the stuff that I did look into but I would say every movie that has come out ever since Star Wars A New Hope there has been some sort of reaction that's very polarizing Yeah, which is a testament to what a powerful franchise it is man I I think it's the biggest and the most powerful because it it affects people here in a way that we have now as you can see on social media we have factions of people that feel one way feel another way Um, a lot of Comments that can be you know, harsh, can be also positive. It's all across the board. Yeah. And I find it interesting. I just wanted to, to mention that because this is spoilers. Full spoilers. For, full, 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 full spoilers. I'm not we, drunk. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm not drunk. I promise you. Um, you know, we've 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 been tense about this. We've been tense
0: about this because we've been waiting so long for it. Yeah. Um, I've only seen it once. I've only seen it once as well. You've only seen it once as well. Yeah. But I'm glad that we're recording this a few days later because I've been able to sit. Yeah. With it a little bit. I'm seeing it again tomorrow. And so S- are you. Same. Yeah. Same. And I can't wait for that. Yeah. I, I I am very much looking forward to seeing it again and seeing if anything kind of shapes my thing because i i I did say this in the collider video spoiler review Um, it's like you know one who the hell am i if you want to see this movie you don't have to take my opinion you can you can use it however you may but star wars for me is a special thing as i know it is to you there's highs and lows understatement yeah there's there's highs and lows in these movies yeah and uh how i felt watching the movie is what i hold on to When I leave the movie and where I have a few days to digest and talk about it with some colleagues on these videos and now with you, my opinion on it has has gone more a little bit critical because I do want to get into it on a storytelling way, a way of studio filmmaking, Mm. especially Disney and what we've seen from them and and how I feel it did change after The Last Jedi. But we'll get into that. Um, is there anything else you want to say before this cold open comes to a close?
1: Um, no, let's do it. Let's do it.
0: We're going to do it then. It is of 2 Episode 72 here now. Right. Oh boy, strap yourself in, get some popcorn, pour a drink. I don't know what yeah, you might be I doing. I could use a drink. I could use a drink too, or five, because yeah. we are talking the rise of Skywalker. This is spoilers. This is episode nine. This is the final movie in the saga. For now, I don't know. I don't know if Disney will ever go back. I don't know what the reaction is going to be like. We are pre-taping this, so I am I am closely monitoring the reactions of of the wide audience and see how it does. Not only box office-wise, but critically, it's not doing too well, Fernandez. Let's start there. Critically, right now, it's at a very low, I would say, 56% on Rotten Tomatoes. doesn't surprise me. Um, Kind of unified with the critics there because, as we know, Last Jedi was in the 90s, in the 90%, and, uh, and then the audience score went down from there. But overall, Fernandez, when you walked out of this movie, what did you feel?
1: Um, okay, so my first impressions when I walked out of the movie was that there were some things about it that I actually liked. Um, right. I think J. J. Abrams has an incredible eye. Mm-hmm. I think uh, his treatment of the Emperor uh, from a visual perspective. Okay. If Conceptually, you, yeah. If right. If you if you mute the movie and have no idea what the hell's going on, or don't care that the fact that he's even there is is sacrilegious to begin with, mm-hmm. and unfounded, uh, illogical, not earned, and you know, plug in whatever adjective you want to say that they did not earn him being on that screen. Forget all that stuff. The visual representation of the Emperor, I thought, was fascinating. Yeah. Um, the light flashes on his face. As his that face was is, so cool. As his face so is morphing. Cool. From a visual perspective, it, it was uh, a stellar opening. Um, and, you know... I was like, okay, this is weird, and I don't really understand it, and um, they're stealing lines from Revenge of the Sith to explain stuff, so it's really, really, really lazy, but damn, does it look beautiful, okay? So I was very much uh, happy with the opening uh, in terms of just like, you know, eating candy that I probably shouldn't eat, you know, because, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, it's just not good for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Then... um, I walked away thinking um, there were some cool moments in there, some things that I enjoyed. Um, most of it I did not enjoy, mm-hmm. but not because, but bottom line for me is that the war is over. Mm. Okay. Um, Disney has completely um, failed, I believe, in creating a continuation to the Star Wars saga, I believe that these movies would be completely perceived in a totally different way um, that is orders of magnitude more positive if they had never tried to represent to the world that these were the continuation of the numbered films or the Star Wars saga or whatever the hell you want to call it, the Mm. Skywalker saga, whatever. Interesting, yeah. Because these movies... Have nothing to do with the first six, literally nothing. And and I know you remember this. Um, when I came out of the Force Awakens, we had just met, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had just started working together. Mm-hmm. The first thing I said, and I remember we were around our table, and everybody was there back in the old days. You know, even the great John Schnapp, and mm-hmm. you know John and Christian, and everybody was around the table. And I said, Kathleen Kennedy has to go. Mm. Like, that was my first impression out of walking out of The Force Awakens because The Force Awakens had no respect for the first six films, in my opinion, okay? Interesting, okay. And that that initial uh, – like, that original sin, okay, which is very well documented by Charlie Rose – uh, and George Lucas, in an interview that he gave, where George Lucas, who part of his contract was to continue on being the creative force behind this franchise, and we've right. talked about this ad nauseum. Yep, yep. Um, and when his and Michael Arndt script was rejected in favor of something that was, to quote George Lucas, more nostalgic, mm-hmm. he said, "I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm gone." Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not doing that. Right. Okay? So the initial original sin was to placate not what George Lucas always knew, that the target demographic, however painful it might be to the previous one, Mm -hmm. is the next generation. Right. And you're still telling them the same exact story. What happens between the transition of being... A child into an adult. Mm. And the lessons that you have to understand and take in that teach you whether you're gonna be a good person or a bad person. Mm. Okay? And that journey that goes along with it. That's what Star Wars is. And as much as we didn't like it, and the us old fogies that were part of the first generation, right? Mm -hmm. The the, The original trilogy. The original trilogy grew up with it. That then looked at the prequels and said, Oh, this doesn't feel like the original trilogy. Even though George Lucas had forgotten – not forgotten about us but had had, had gone beyond us and focused on a new target demographic, this new trilogy was like, huh, those people that love the original trilogy are the ones that spend the most money. Let's just placate to them. Let's reboot this franchise in a soft reboot that will veil inside of this crap that these are new characters, even though it's the exact same friggin' thing. Mm. We'll completely disrespect the past because who cares? And we'll just retell it and it'll all work out, okay? okay. And that got so much backlash, okay? It, you know, people typically like The Force Awakens, yeah. and, and I actually watched it the other night just because I couldn't believe how much I disliked this new one, and... um, and, you know, there's some good shit in there. And, 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 look, we've talked about this. We don't need to rehash that. Sure. Um, but what does Disney do at that point? They're like, oh, wait a minute. The The Force Awakens was too much like the original one, so why don't we make The Last Jedi completely different? Mm-hmm. Okay? And everything you think you know about Star Wars, we're going to flip on you. You know? You got the bad guy? He's dead. You got the lightsaber? I don't care. You got, uh, you know. It, it, and then that backlashed even
0: more. Oh, right? yeah. That's where it really started for, for <laughs> me, for, for what I heard. But then, actually, to your point, I'm yeah. leading into The Last Jedi. Oh I was like, Force Awakens. Force Yeah, I, I felt like I needed to give you a, a breath there. <laughs> um, Force Awakens. I'm like, oh, I'm so excited for The Last Jedi. Force Awakens with blah, blah, blah. And then I noticed on Twitter. A lot of hate that I didn't know was there from Force Awakens as people, I think, started to really come to terms with what you're talking about, I would say. So continue. I just wanted to give you that breath. No, it's all good, brother. And then you have The Last Jedi, right, that's completely, you
1: know, like, says, oh, I'm going to be the smart kid on the block and I'm going to revert all expectations and, like, create this, you know, this, like, this, like, uh, this bleeding heart, like, story about, like, Everybody's a Jedi, and la 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 la, this crap. And then you have the Rise of Skywalker, where it's like poor JJ Abrams gets handed a piece of uh, of shit in terms of a directional pacing for this franchise. That
0: that I disagree with, but we can get into that. Fine, fine, yeah, yeah.
1: But this is just my opinion, and now he has to like try to rehash everything, um, and then has no villain. Okay. Um. Obviously, that wasn't the villain that was intended to be the third villain because you know the villain, uh, you know that was intended to be the Uber villain, is in a back-to-tank along with three other Snoke heads, and we're just supposed to believe that like Palpatine had this plan all along. And the only way, the only exposition you give us is that you have this slight crossing shot of a back-to-tank with two Snoke heads. Oh, that makes everything oh that makes oh, that makes perfect sense. Mm. Now I'm there. Now I'm with you. How Snoke was able to undermine the entire fucking Jedi <laughs> like like training academy. But in reality, he was just a manipulation of a guy in some icicle planet 50 <laughs> feet underground, where the, you know it's like, what the fuck is going on, dude? Like, I mean, I I, 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 I just don't... It's, I can't like,
0: argue with that. And, and I like, can't.
1: So it's like, this is all fan fiction, okay? I, I know I've gotten crap on the comments, like, how can he call it fan fiction? That's what it is. And it's not because a third party isn't able to continue a franchise. That's not what it is at all. It's because when you have a story... Okay, when you have characters, I remember telling this to Ken Knapstock the night of of the last Jedi premiere in the after party, which is my main disdain with the last Jedi, is that when you have a character, a character has patterns okay he's those patterns are also known as behaviors mm-hmm. or character traits, and they're patterns they repeat themselves and create a kind of predictability that we also know as. That's his character type. Now, those characters are faced with choices, and sometimes they go one way or the other, and that mystery is what creates a good story. The characters, the story, the universe, everything about the Disney sequels are completely inconsistent with everything that this franchise has ever done. Hmm. And it's been that way from day one. And if you look at the greatest moments in the Disney sequel era, you have Rogue One, which is, I have to admit, the shining star of all this crap. Because it's the most consistent with Mm -hmm. the original franchise. Mm -hmm. And then you have, I would say, number two, The Mandalorian, Mm -hmm. right? Which is basically Star Trek Enterprise with Scott Bakula. Shout-outs to Scott Mm Bakula. With Baby Yoda. Mm -hmm. Okay? And Baby Yoda is the greatest thing there is. Fair enough. I'm all in on Baby Yoda. I thought this last episode, episode seven... Wasn't it fantastic? ...was phenomenal. I thought it was great. Maybe Uh, we'll talk about that some other day. Yeah. But I thought it was a great episode. Mm -hmm. And look, I apologize to you guys because I love Star Wars... I love this audience. You're passionate. But it's just like I just feel like enough is enough. Okay? Yeah. These Disney sequel trilogy thing was and the acting is great and the visuals are great and whatever. It doesn't matter because it's not part of the original franchise story. And and it's so funny. Jeremy Johns and and my buddy Star Wars Theory, you know, we've all been kinda of like talking to each other and like kinda of consoling each other. And they both sent me the same thing last night, really? which is they were both watching Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. And everybody gives me fucking crap about Revenge of the Sith. It's it's my favorite Star Wars movie. But you know why? I finally figured out why it's my favorite Star Wars movie. Oh, okay. Okay? Why? Because we are all so passionate about the original trilogy, mm-hmm. okay? it's It's inarguable that the original trilogy is the ultimate Star Wars representation, right? You, you would agree with that. Yeah. There's yeah. th- it, 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 it's it's unarguable, okay. Yeah. Why Revenge of the Sith is so awesome, because it's the only new thing that we can really wrap our arms
0: around. Mm-hmm. You mean just in the prequels, or just. Star Wars in It's general? just Star Wars,
1: because like the Star Wars that we lived with for thirty years or however long it was was only those three movies. Right. Everything else is kind of like like the way George would call it was legends. Mm-hmm. It was stuff that was in the periphery. Right. And it was like 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 legends and myths and stuff like that. But when it came to our core story, okay, of Luke Skywalker, the Emperor, the Saga, all that crap, the only time that we can all embrace and saying that's a new Star Wars movie, is Revenge of the Sith. That's the one where you're like, that is new, mm. like that is different than the pre that, than the original trilogy, but advances the story and connects dots that I wish I knew before.
0: Right, that so are consistent even, with the franchise. So even Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, you don't feel kind because of got there. It was Revenge of the Sith that did it for you. I, I. I
1: do think that a, a Phantom and Attack got there, mm-hmm. okay? But it didn't get there at the level of quality that we all expect from the greatest franchise ever made. Right. Okay. You know, where Revenge of the Sith, that opening, you know, like the ships and like, you know, the friendship between between Obi-Wan and Anakin. And I was talking with Jeremy about this last night, and it's like, wouldn't it have been awesome, okay? If you gave us, like, what we all thought The Force Awakens was going to be about, which is a stormtrooper turns into a fucking Jedi. Mm. Like, that is awesome premise. Like, you're you're done. You're pitching that in the room. It's done. If you really wanted to make Rey um, a Jedi, then you have two Jedi. Yeah. Right? The prequels, it's buddy Jedi system the whole way through it. It's a good fucking formula, you know, and it's – I don't know, man. Give me some of your thoughts because it's yeah. – it's like what the hell? How did we get here? Like,
0: uh, Oh, man. I I, I I, understand. I understand a lot more of what you're going through and, and how you feel after the rise of Skywalker. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I do. Now, here, here's where I'm different and I think why people tune in to what we do here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that – all of what you said, and the passion, and and how you're 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 mad as well. I feel like you're – I'm disappointed. Disappointed, but like it's coming and frustrated yeah. and frustrated. I'm so frustrated with the right. council. Right, you're frustrated with the council. Anakin Skywalker is standing in front of us right now, uh, <laughs> wanting to that. be a master. But, Shout out to Hayden. Yeah, but Mace Windu is like you're no, 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 no. You're not. Um, so these, all your points are completely valid. I see all of it. I understand it. These these movies. Haven't affected me as as strongly mm-hmm. as you. In mm-hmm. fact, I've been more on, as you know, yeah. the side of I've been enjoying the hell out of these things. Yeah. Force Awakens, I I really enjoyed when it first came out, and I went great. We're, we got something going here. Last Jedi will always be my thing. Mm-hmm. I I love that movie because it just yes, the subversion of the subversion of uh, our expectations is something that people make fun of, but is what I. Absolutely appreciated and I thought was needed in the Star Wars universe to keep it fresh. I thought it was otherwise you're going to get a movie like The Rise of Skywalker. That's what I feel. I really felt like that if we continued going the way we were going with Force Awakens and revisiting the nostalgia of a Rogue One and a Solo, keep going back to that time period, that Star Wars was going to become dull, unoriginal, unoriginal. And just kind of there. And with The Last Jedi, I responded so much to Luke's journey in particular, much in the same way I did in the original trilogy as a kid growing up, looking up to my idol, Luke Skywalker, knowing that I can defeat evil. And then as an adult, when Luke comes back around in The Last Jedi, feeling something powerful in the fact that a master, somebody I looked up to, failed and that it was okay. And that there are people that can come to you and help you so that you can become the hero again because I think that's an important thing, and I believe that. And I know a lot of people didn't like it that way. That's fair. But that's how it affected me, and I thought it was beautifully done, beautifully shot, all these things, and set up an interesting premise for me, and that was Kylo Ren is supreme leader now, and he is the villain. There is no more Snoke. He was oft, and I loved every moment of it. I loved that they got rid of Snoke. And I even loved the fact that we didn't really need a reason why or a, 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 an understanding of who he was, that he was just a powerful force user that was out there that was a dark side user and, and got Kylo somehow, right? That's that's, he, that's where you and I differ I understand, greatly. and that's fine. With that specific point. Right, just specific, that, that point. Now, Rise of Skywalker, I'll say this. I've given it a positive review, and I stand by it Mm -hmm. um, because of the way I felt. But I was torn out of that movie a number of times because of the choices made in it. And I liken The Rise of Skywalker to how I enjoyed A Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. I had a lot of problems with it, but overall, in the theater, I cheer, I cry, I love my Star Wars. I'm biased. You're not going to get – i I'm a movie critic. Therefore, I'm going to discuss on the merits of story and storytelling and movie making and right. blah 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 and blah 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 blah. No, I am going to like every single Star Wars movie I see. It's like pizza. I love my pizza. <laughs> I love and pizza. Too. I love pizza. Sometimes <laughs> it's, a way, it's a good way to describe sometimes it. Sometimes is good, good yeah. really good. Like oh my god! Like like there's a pizza place in uh, in uh, Larchmont. Oh, we gotta that, go there. That's oh yeah, it's the best, and it's um. And it's like The Last Jedi for me or yeah. Empire Strikes Back or New Hope or Return of the Jedi, which are my favorites. Oh my God, this is good pizza. Then there's this, there's Domino's Delirious. I'm freaking hungry. i got to eat some yeah, pizza yeah, right yeah, now. That's I Attack of the Clones. I love that analogy. So that's, that's my analogy for this. But as I have been able to now have a few days away from this thing, mm. um, th- this is the most flawed movie in all of Star Wars. Yeah. Because Disney did something that I despise. I never thought they would. I never thought they would either. Placate? Yes. Yeah. And also, bow down to a vocal I fandom. Can't, I can't believe they did that. It, and for it's, that... It's unbelievable. They absolutely <laughs> changed everything. I th- They took the easy way out. Yeah. And that ruined m- my feelings of goodwill towards Disney. Yeah. I, it, it, it really is a bummer. And I still love the movie because there's so many moments in it that or, I loved. Or Lucasfilm, maybe more specifically. Lucasfilm. Because look, let, well, I've heard certain things. Yeah, 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 We can get into that stuff later because I yeah. do want to chat about that. Right. But I'm sorry, keep going. But it's 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 hard to describe the way I feel without you know. There's part of me that that I don't like getting yelled at online. Yeah. I don't. It's, it's just it's something that I just think is nonsense. It sucks. It sucks, but it is part it of is the It is what game. it is. It is, is what it um, is. But it doesn't get me as much as you, but it still gets me
1: too. It, it gets me. So but imagine it,
0: Ryan right now. Ryan Johnson? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like, if you and I get shit on online... Oh, Ryan and Johnson happens, is a hero. Yeah, I'm like, sorry, he is.
1: Imagine how much, like, the vitriol that's going to come that poor man's way right now. And it's not his fault.
0: I'm sorry. J. I don't J. J. think Abrams. it's his fault either. J.J. Abrams. Look, Disappointed think... me with this movie. Yeah. Because... There were so many easy ways that he took, that he did. Yeah. Um, I thought, and I didn't even. We didn't even get to talk about this on the spoiler video. Let me stop you right there video. for one yeah.
1: second, guys. Check out, check out this sexy man right here. What's he, that now? He's got that Rose Squadron shirt. Yeah. Where, where'd you get <laughs> that USC? shirt?
0: Heroes and villains. Yes, thank you. Rule ten, anyway, rule ten. I'm sorry, I mean, good he was plus.
1: disrobing for us. Yeah, I, no, I, I just
0: thought we would make you were disrobing. I was disrobing because <laughs> yeah. we are motherfucking getting heated right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, and, and, um, and like we're just starting because we haven't even talked plot. But go ahead. We haven't talked plot, but we're talking feelings right now. Yeah, we're and talking, it's, yeah. and, it's, and this is what I, I I cautioned it for. Like I've been on so many shows of Collider during this week of the Rise of Skywalker Collider Live before I see it. I said I'm gonna. take I have to. I have to say that I can't review this movie, just walk out of the theater and go, here's my review of The Rise of Skywalker. You told me not to text you. Yeah, I didn't want any kind of anything, and I I went in clean, and I went in and enjoyed the movie. Like I said, I cried, I laughed, I cheered. I cheered, and nobody was cheering around me, and I went, (laughs) oh, yikes, because there are moments that got me in my Star Wars ever-loving heart, and that was what I said in my initial review. Which was this movie leans on nostalgia like a crutch. Yeah, it needed that. It needed that prop in order to not fall over, and that was the only thing keeping it from really a disaster, in my opinion. But but fine, it kneels on nostalgia like a crutch,
1: but in an extremely superficial way.
0: Yeah, and so we're getting. Yeah, we're getting. We'll get into the s- specifics. So I just wanted to couch this review in there because now I'd like to take off my Star Wars loving hat. Or pull out my heart, as it were, to review this movie from a studio, development, J.J. Abrams, firing directors, Ryan Johnson, Kathleen Kennedy kind of big budget stuff, listening to fans kind of thing. And I am so disappointed that it happened this way because this movie is really, really – it really takes the easy way out. Yeah. And and to the detriment of the story because this is why – Watching you, I really – I just kind of sat back and, and, and took in what, everything you were saying, and I went, I, I can't argue with the way you feel. Now, there are two – there there are people out there that are going to, I think, identify with both of us on, on like, yeah, maybe two sure. sides of the coin. But, like, I can accept it and love Star Wars and continue to enjoy this movie as the years goes on. um, But much like I did with the prequels, I have my thoughts and my critiques. And so – uh, but But my point is, is that this franchise
1: under Disney – and since the Disney acquisition, the Disney era of Star Wars never had a chance.
0: And never it never had, had a chance. Like So what very, do you mean by that?
1: For a very, 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 very specific reason mm-hmm. that is idiotic. And I hope that Bob Iger, being the genius level executive that he is, mm. can recognize this and rectify it immediately with haste. And and, and furious anger. Okay? <laughs> because from the get-go, it wasn't I just purchased the church of Star Wars with all of these faithful followers that look at this thing like a friggin' religion. Mm. Okay? It's like the joke now is no longer, hey, when you go to a party and you don't know the people, don't talk about religion or politics. Now it's don't talk about religion, politics, and Star Wars, yeah. you know? For the people that not even seen it, because, like, Star Wars is not what it used to be in terms of permeation. But, right, right. But the original sin, the 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 reason it never had a chance, and that's why this era of Star Wars is over, mm-hmm. and there's a new era that we'll talk about towards the end of the review. Yeah. Um, but this era was built around one 1- issue, one dogmatic vision that was so wrong that it, it that it made a lot of money, so it has some positives, but it really, really, really hurt the franchise and its potential for the long term, which is from the beginning, this was looked as a reboot to placate to fans. Yeah. From the beginning, it was, hey, we'll buy this from this eccentric, lunatic who's a friggin' true genius because mm-hmm. he doesn't give a crap about what your opinion is. No. He has a vision mm-hmm. that he's being faithful to, right? right? It's like being a good husband. Right. He's got a vision that he's faithful to. You have data. You have analytics. Right. You have idiotic 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds and 40-year-olds and 50-year-olds that have never made anything in their life, Mm. that have a decent full-time job at one of these big companies, telling you that the perception is... Everybody hates the prequels, so you got to alienate yourself from the prequels, and you got to do what everybody loves, which is the original trilogy, so just redo that again with no fucking roadmap, no compass, no nothing, here, go. When the fucking creator had just given you a script of what the next trilogy was supposed to be about, a smart executive would have said, you know what, I like your take, J.J., Okay, of of, of Ray being this all powerful goddess Jedi and and the resist- and all this crap. Okay, I like your take, but it's not Episode Seven. Mm-hmm. It's Ray a Star Wars story or whatever, and and we'd probably all be psyched.
0: Yeah, I I, I can't disagree with that. It, it'd mean... be Ant Man. Yeah, The Rise I... of
1: Skywalker would be Ant Man.
0: <laughs> you know, we'd, <laughs> yeah. we'd be into it. Right, right.
1: I. It's I the appro- last thing, it's the appropriation of Skywalker. Yeah, that's what this whole trilogy has been about. It's been about that last moment where it's like, "Hey, I'm Ray Skywalker." All that other stuff, forget it doesn't exist because anyway.
0: Yeah, it, it's yeah, fact, I it's, it's fuck this mic up. Yeah. <laughs> this is, I, I, there's so much I can't I I can't disagree. There's this this, it, it's hard. It but, it is it's it's but, difficult.
1: But look to reinforce what you're saying because I know where you're coming from. Mm. Okay, like the pizza, it's still a crust, it's still cheese, it's still tomato sauce, and it's still heated. Um, you know, it's, it, it, it's a tired
0: ba- uh, metaphor for sure. But uh, it's but, baked
1: in the oven and it works. It's a fucking pizza.
0: It's pizza. Okay. Oh, I, like, I got a lot of Star Wars in this Rise of Skywalker movie for sure. I said it's the most Star Warsy yeah. movie I've ever seen. It is. Yeah. But at the end of the day. As the days progress, and I'm going to wait to see it again, to feel how I feel, to see if it changes. But as the days progress, I would say that the Disney era of Star Wars, it is a miracle we have The Last Jedi. And you love The Last ap- Jedi. I love The Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a miracle yeah, it's a much better movie that than we have that movie under this regime because of everything you said – Throwing away Lucas's scripts and everything and, and and moving forward with J.J.'s vision. What what did it in for them was J.J. Abrams' mystery box and handling this theory. It bit him in the ass. That's what I feel. This introduction of Snoke. This bait and switch of having the opera music play that George Williams uh, – George Williams. That John Williams played when Snoke is introduced to Kylo Ren and I went Darth Plagueis. That's the. Now we're getting somewhere. Now we're getting some some Plagueis stuff. Been,
1: at least I would have been consistent.
0: Right? So here's I'm 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 doing the journey of Star Wars via Mark Riley. That oh my God here we are Ray oh who's Ray why is she so is she a Kenobi is she a Skywalker what's going on here some people said she was a Palpatine because of the way she fought in Force Awakens and I went Palpatine would be pretty dumb right in my opinion. So the fact that they actually did that is a slap in the face, I think, not only to just bad spoilers and speculation out there on Reddit is something that Darina has brought up that I tend to agree with. But I feel like The Last Jedi, and this is like my you're gonna get so many different reviews from me because my opinion's changing every day. Mm. But that's what this movie has done to me. I just think it's it was so it was such a unbelievable reveal to do Palpatine, that she's a granddaughter, and to shoehorn in that a Sith Lord got busy somewhere and had a son yeah. without any explanation yeah. is – I'm sorry. There are no explanations in Star Wars that work like the Emperor showing up and Return of the Jedi. We just know he's a bad dude yeah, and that he's holding Vader's leash. And that we have enough backstory to go on that Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker fell to the dark side and this is his master. And then we get to explore that more in the prequels, which was its own thing. But I just felt like it was – they spun a wheel and it – and Ray's identity, Obi-Wan, Luke, Han, Leia, you know, like Mace Windu, Boba Fett, Snoke. And it landed on Palpatine, <laughs> right. and I found it to be absolutely yeah. Wow. I, I mean that that to me is like
1: wow. What the hell?
0: Wow. Look and like look. Let me be clear about one
1: thing because I know how hard it is to make stuff, and like yeah, my stuff it's... looks like crap. I mean, like next to Rise of Skywalker. So let's all let's all be fair about certain things, okay? okay. But. Just like my stuff looks like crap next to Rise of Skywalker, and it does. Let's just be real about life. (laughs) Rise of Skywalker, in the context of the first six movies, does not belong with those six movies. I I tend to agree with that. But when you look at Rise of Skywalker by itself, okay, and like what I did that night after I left the premiere – um I was a little bit tipsy cuz we all we, we had a great time we yeah, 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 we to went to after the beer, party, after had party had some drinks, had yeah. some drinks. Alice was there, Perry was there, Dennis was there. You yeah. know, it was like it was a lot of fun. When I got home, I put on The Last Jedi. It's the first thing I did. Interesting, I okay? like that. I put on The Last Jedi and I was like, damn, this is so much better. Okay, this is like more cohesive, it makes more sense. Uh in a vacuum, it was cool. Mm. Okay? I I didn't watch the whole thing. You know what I stopped watching? Hmm. Something I had never picked on before. When you first see Luke Skywalker, he's wearing those nice white Jedi robes, mm-hmm. and then he throws the lightsaber over his shoulder. Right. I, can- I still can't believe that he grabs the lightsaber, raises about to throw it and says, don't do that. That would be disrespectful to the saber. I love it, though. I love that. You did love that. Okay, I did okay love. That. we'll, we'll yeah. get that. We'll get to that in a second. We'll get yeah. to specific plot points in a second, um, because it did feel like it was weird. It was like positive negative, positive
0: negative. Like that's how this whole movie was to me. That's what my review is. It's so interesting that you bring. It's like I have so many positives, but in getting with you, what I like to do, I do like to talk about story yeah. and talk about what things didn't work because you and I, when we get together, we go down that rabbit hole of yeah. storytelling, and and that's it comes out at me. So there are two. Versions of this my love of Star Wars that I let things slide yeah and then like I said pulling out just grateful that it's there grateful it's there I mean it's it's fun at the end of the day like I said I was in the movie theater cheering crying loving the lightsaber duels loving the 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 action there but when you step outside afterwards and you put it in the context of the saga it is like the song in my head is one of these kids doing his own thing yeah and it's this movie. I think it's the whole trilogy. See, yeah, but I Force Awakens. There are so many wonderful moments in there. The introduction of Ray, Kylo Ren, Finn, and Poe are some that I love it. I love I know. Han Solo. Fine, in but it. we
1: still have no idea how the First Order was made. We still have no idea who Snoke Look, was. No, I'm
0: in total agreement that we lost it. It, it they couldn't do it. I, I think yeah. that JJ really did. He he let me down. Yeah. He let me down in ways I didn't. I. I, I worried that the old saying with JJ goes is that he's not very good at endings. I, I mean I think that he I, I think he I think he created something satisfying for a lot of people. It was somewhat the end was somewhat satisfying for me with Ray and Kylo Ren. Ray and her parentage was not satisfying for me because at the end of the day I really wanted Ray to be a nobody. I think that was an important important. Distinction to be made in a Star Wars film that we don't have to have somebody connected to a Skywalker, an Obi-Wan, a motherfucking Boba Fett or a Palpatine. (laughs) Now, I understand what they were trying to do in the connection of having where are you coming from and do I have to always go to evil? If my grandfather is Palpatine, I do have a choice to be good or bad, right? That to me – was far overshadowed by the very fact that you pulled a theory that people had been discussing for years and said, yeah, that's the one. (laughs) And negated the first six movies. And negated the first six movies. I I tend to agree with you, and I'm starting to really go into that headspace because I think the same thing is happening to me with this movie that happened to me with Phantom Menace. Mm. Is that there was so much I love about that movie, and I'm so glad that I've been able to come back around on prequels and appreciate from for what they were, because I've learned from that experience. I did get very vocal with the with the prequels and saying they're this and saying they're that, and I'm trying to avoid that with with this movie in particular. But I think it's happening the same way, where I, the more I think about it and ruminate on it, it's like yeah, you kind of you kind of cross some lines in Star Wars that I didn't think you should have done. I know, but the prequel critiques are all based on execution stuff. Execution, and I would say it's execution here as well. Here I I think it's fundamental. Fundamental? For me,
1: anyway. I mean, I'm not saying that's what it is for you. For me, it's fundamental. I don't know yet. I I really don't know yet. Because there is no story that makes sense relative to the first six movies. So you've created really expensive Star Wars fan fiction Mm -hmm. that has no regard for these other six movies other than... Plugging in for five minutes at a time, um, the old cast right to like win some some uh, some brownie points right um, with the old cast nostalgia. That to me is the fan service because there isn't one member of the old cast, and I know you disagree with this greatly, that I think adds anything to these movies. Mm-hmm. Like literally, like the fact that Han Solo showed up in this movie was embarrassing. Okay, the fact that like you know like I was saying before. Like in in, in 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 The Last Jedi, you see Luke wearing the white robes and then he throws his saber over his shoulder. Then you see Ray walking up to his little hut and opening the hut and he's wearing a black potato
0: sack. <laughs> the black potato sack. You know? Yeah, like I said, I get he was doing I think he I it was never explained. Nothing
1: was explained. Yeah. Everything in these movies, you had to assume that just because we're such clever filmmakers and we know how to get people to act. Yeah. Because the acting is phenomenal in yeah. all of
0: them. The the biggest thing, it goes back to, I think, the fact that their plan all along was to hire three filmmakers to bring the new trilogy to us. Right. And one of them got fired who actually probably would have made the best movie. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Who maybe, knows? Maybe, yeah. Who knows? Um, you know, uh, right now as it stands, it's Ryan Johnson for me. Right. But I think that what happened was... is for me, that it's Gareth Edwards in Rogue One. Tony Gilroy, man, you got to give him some credit. He did all the reshoots that saved that movie.
1: To go back to my original point, fine, mm. you needed somebody talented like that, like Kat Kennedy. I think Cat Kennedy would have been a great producer for this. But the most important thing, the fulcrum, the, the, the singularity of where it, everything goes wrong with this Disney... Star Wars acquisition is that you had the wrong approach, the overreaction to a perceived hatred from an audience that didn't matter anymore Mm -hmm. because they aged themselves out of the target demographic, okay? You know how the most important thing in your childhood, if you're religious in any fashion, if you're Jewish or if you're Catholic or Christian or whatever, in, in Judaism... Um, it's the bar mitzvah in, in Catholicism. It's the first communion and part of my ignorance on other religions is Because I'm just not exposed to them But I'm sure that every major religion also has that coming of age Celebration mm-hmm. okay where you're taught the fundamental things you need to survive right that's what Star Wars is about So it's targeting that very specific turn coming of age person okay That's what the original trilogy was targeted at, and that's why we fucking love it so much because we were in that age. The second trilogy series was targeted at the same exact people, uh, well, the next generation of them, and that's why they love it so much. Everybody's like, how come everybody hated the prequels then and everybody loves them now? Idiot. You still hate them, yeah. but the people that grew up with them love them, and that's not going to happen with these. You know why? Because they're not targeted towards them. Yeah, they're targeted towards us. Towards us. We don't matter anymore.
0: Right. I know. And that's that's a that's So it
1: loses the magic. That's a hard
0: realization to to be having right now because it is it is slowly going through me is that, you know, my niece is at the age I was when I was enjoying my Return of the Jedi, you know, where I could really know and started to really get into it. And She's not caring about these movies she doesn't watch them No. nobody we interviewed we were on uh, we were you were there with me you're 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 my witness
1: yeah yeah we um, were out yeah. there with I save George Lucas for hours nobody had seen Star Wars I know.
0: <laughs> nobody had seen it but I felt like wouldn't it have been great if the movie the for the the Force awakens was if they're throwing out Lucas's thing yeah. … that I would have leaned into the prequel template mm. of the Jedi having, like, adventures together in reverence to that, that kind of setup because what did we know going into Force Awakens? A lot of us were talking about this. Can't wait to see Luke and his new Jedi Order. It's about that time, right? Instead, it's wiped clean. Yeah. Which I thought was an interesting choice that okay. I was willing to play with okay. and go along with, but instead, I would have loved to see an echo of Qui Gon Jinn and Obi Wan Kenobi in, in the Phantom Menace. It could have been Finn and Ray, Luke and Ben Solo, Luke and Ben it could have... on on, a, on an adventure. Yeah, and look, and for the record, Adam Driver does a great job in this movie. Adam Driver is. Hands down, my favorite part of this whole saga of films—the trilogy, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is fantastic. He's doing. I loved him in this movie. Me too. I, thought I he was I, great. I enjoyed for what he was given. I for thought what he, he did. was given, and I enjoyed his redemption. The 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 Leia basically turning him back from the dark side. Yeah. Really, really got me in a beautiful way. Yeah. So, so look, uh, how much time are we in already? Not a lot of time. We have about twenty minutes because we got to be out of here. That there's another another show coming in. Okay. Well, they can wait. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What show is it? I have no idea. They're gonna gonna have to wait. (laughs) I (laughs) will look right now at the calendar.
1: But um, so look, um, I want to get into kind of going over the plot a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, And sort of take it like you know uh, step by step. Okay. So, um, number one, um, we open up with this um, scene of Kylo hunting down this way. Oh, first of all, we get the we get the opening crawl. The crawl. The and dead the, speak. The dead speak. Okay, that's supposed to explain everything. Okay, fine. The dead speak. All yeah, right. I,
0: I said that this the emperor. The choice of bringing the emperor back is my biggest problem with this movie. Yeah, yeah. It, so, is, it is. So we get this oof.
1: dead speak thing. Then we get this scene. Of Kylo Ren fighting some random people mm-hmm. um, to get the Wayfinder. Okay. Right. right. Now, the holocrons are a big part of Jedi lore, as everybody knows. They were introduced uh, first in the role-playing game, and they were a mm-hmm. big part of uh, Star Wars Galaxies and all this shit. So, so big so, part
0: of uh, Star Wars Rebels with Ezra's journey, and then yep. So it all it all came out of the role-playing game. Yeah, right? I, I, I thought we were going to get holocrons.
1: Yeah, so it looks exactly like a friggin' holocron. It is, it's yeah, it is a holocron because what is a holocron? A holocron is something that stores information and gives you information that's relevant to the Jedi, right? Sure, or the Sith. Um, They have to call it a wayfinder, okay? So that that's a stupid, nitpicky detail. I was like, why, like, why, why are you not even giving that credit? You know, like, like, like. Okay, so 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 you have that. Then you have Kylo going to talk to the Emperor, okay? Mm -hmm. Which might be the coolest scene in the movie, and you get it right away, okay? Yeah. But in a vacuum, it was a cool scene. In the context of anything that makes logical sense, it's an absolute. Travesty. Like, the guy, talk about logistics. The guy has a thousand star destroyers that can destroy planets, everyone, underneath miles of ice that he can go, and like all these things come up. See, They're you know. fully staffed. They have like, you know, men and women living in them. It's like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, I, ugh.
1: It's It's worse than the idiocy. Of having a, a a weapon that's fueled by a star, <laughs> you know, it, it, and being able to shoot five planets out of, like, it, it's just, it's so
0: stupid. It's a it's a, it's a a repeat. Oh uh, it's a, it's a re-re-repeat of Return of the Jedi. You know, a lot of people had problems with the second Death Star in Return of the Jedi, right? And so then we get Starkiller Base in Force Awakens, and then I don't know if J.J. was going with an Echo ...of Return of the Jedi by having a second Death Star to have now ships that can blow up planets. <laughs> right. Because, oh, that's creative. Because <laughs> Hit guess it what? in the ice. When they found out, the audience I was in, when they found out that all of these Star Destroyer had planet-destroying capabilities, there was a noticeable laugh. And I went – and I did roll my – and I went, like, oh, God. Okay.
1: And, and like, how do we find out? We find out because after that scene, you get this little fun space adventure with the gang – on the Millennium Falcon, grabbing some or uh, trying to find the spy, right? Who turns out to be Hux? I am the spy. Yeah, and that then didn't they shoot work him for me. in the stomach. That didn't work. It's just for me. idiot. It's just you know, idiotic. But then, how do you even know that this thing, like so? It, it, so for forty-five years, okay, or however the hell long it's been. Luke Skywalker never knew that there was a gigantic fleet underneath the ice that was fully staffed and had people that seemed young and must have families and they all lived in these ships, unless they're all fake, right? right, right. Um, and out of nowhere across the galaxy the rebels already know hey, there's a fleet, like the Emperor's got a Sith fleet, mm-hmm. you know, we gave it a name so it's real, he got, got a Sith fleet and they all can destroy planets and Poe Dameron who was poor, poor, poor Oscar Isaac's I Now I understand why in all the junkets when people ask me, hey, are you looking forward to working in Star Wars again? Nope. <laughs> nope, I'm not doing it.
0: I'm not yeah. doing that ever again. Poe Dameron who finally got some backstory that was the kind worst of needed. Uh, yeah. I, I mean it was just like – and that's this movie. This movie is 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 a movie that's like here's all this information told to you all in exposition without any kind of showing, without any kind of setup. The Emperor – With any drama, with any drama, the emperor was an obvious, obvious answer to the last Jedi. It was an easy. Yeah. So then why? So like we didn't need him.
1: If look, Ryan Johnson and Ryan Johnson kind of won me over a little bit. um, Look, first of all, Ryan Johnson's great. Okay, but he but he especially reminded me how great he is because Knives Out was so good. You right. know, and I don't know if you've seen it yet, but still haven't seen it. Anyway, Knives yeah. Out is excellent. It's an excellent movie, incredible screenplay. Um, but you let him do this. Oh, this isn't him. Again, this is JJ, dude. I no, 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 but I'm saying they let Ryan do what he did.
0: True. Okay? Yeah. So, Last Jedi. Stick is to a your miracle. guns. He, he, thank you. Fine. Yeah. Stick to your guns with continuing the Last Jedi story. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, of course. Thank you. Yes. I think. I mean, it's a.
1: There's a way to get yourself out of it without being ridiculous and insulting.
0: No, it isn't. It's it's to go back to the emperor was probably the worst decision. I gave we we were excited when the emperor laughed during that celebration trailer. I was you know there's the nostalgia and the fun of Star Wars is all there when you're in with crowd. You're like yes, the emperor. Oh my god! And I waited. And I went, okay. how are they going to do this? Because in my mind, in my mind, I wanted clone because I don't know why you wouldn't jump to a Dark Empire comic series as source material. Fuck legends. Get that out of here from your brain, Lucasfilm. Mm -hmm. Cherry pick what you need and have that emperor spirit, the dark side, jump into a cloned body. It would explain better – … than what we got, we because got, we got because nothing. the emperor blew up. Let's be real here. This is what Anakin Skywalker so, was put how, on this, earth, like like in this universe to do. He was the chosen one, Anakin Skywalker, from George Lucas's lips to our ears. He was the chosen one in George Lucas's story because he's the one that defeated the Sith. Okay. So now the Legends material did bring back the Emperor, and it was some of the great stories that I enjoyed. It wasn't
1: the actual Emperor, just to be clear. It was a, it was a clone. It was a clone, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, the, the spirit of the Emperor would jump into the clones, but the body wouldn't last very long. That was at least the story I remember from right, Dark right. Empire. I would have accepted that more. This, while it was a really great concept, I loved that he was on this machine. It looked very cool. He looked very evil. Like, like you said, put it on mute but the story yes do I feel like it's somewhat n- negated Anakin Skywalker's redemption yes yeah I do so so now let's keep going through this plot okay this mess of a plot mm.
1: so now it turns into this find the find uh, find the wayfinder mission right right and it's which like
0: some of the best stuff that works in this movie is Ray Poe and Finn on this adventure with chewie I loved it I loved every second of it yeah I was having
1: so much fun with that kind of stuff which is fine which is yeah. fine. So, so you have now uh, the search for the Wayfinder. Oh, God, it is so pathetic. Like, hey, Ray, we've been out there fighting for the last year while you've been here. Hey, audience, she's finally trained. So now she knows how to do things. So now you can't give me crap about the training anymore because that's what she's been doing the whole time. Even when we're out there hunting spies, she's here training. Right. You know? And like hey, instead of you know, being um, you know, like a little whiny little whatever, you should be out there with us fighting instead of training, right? So right. they really hammered that home that she's trained a lot yeah. so that nobody complains
0: about that stuff anymore. Okay, well, fine. Come on. Fine. You know, you know why, they, why do you think she's Palpatine's grandchild? So that nobody calls her a Mary Sue anymore. Right. This is why she's so powerful. Right. And then, Less to do with training, more to do with the family heritage. And At least that's what I got from And then, from even
1: it. then, even then, and this is where it becomes so incredibly insulting to the fans, I believe, and to themselves as creators, that they elevated the Mary Sue thing um, beyond any recognition. Whatever the next level up is from Mary Sue, whatever it's called, you know, uh, whatever, whatever, and then whatever the next level up is from that, that's what she is now. Okay, see because that didn't all of, bother me. I, I, I it, it didn't bother you that she could fucking bring people back from the dead. She killed Kylo Ren with a sucker punch, a saber to the gut. Mm-hmm. Okay, which I actually thought was like, I, I was like, for a second there, I was like, wow, this is gonna turn into a real movie. I yeah. was like, for a second, there, I was like, holy shit. Same. I they just, hoping. like, like Kylo Ren was about to kill her because he won the fight. Well, probably the best scene in the movie is their lightsaber battle on the Death Star wreckage in that water, in, on that Endor moon. Um, Kylo Ren's about to kill her. And as he's about to kill her, ironically, Leia is the one that kills Kylo. Because Leia distracts Kylo, says Ben. He stops, drops his lightsaber because the love of his mother finally overwhelms his spirit, which I thought was really interesting. What does Ray do? She grabs a lightsaber and sticks him with it and mm-hmm. kills him. Mm-hmm. Okay? But what does she do a second after that? She brings him back to life. I know. I know. It's like this movie, every single character died and came back to life. And with Kylo, they decided to kill him three times.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's a problem.
1: It's a problem. Uh, oh, can you? They killed Kylo Ren three fucking times in this movie. Like, like, like if he was Jason Voorhees.
0: <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with you. Um, sorry, I'm getting some messages here uh, about uh, the the shows after. Anyways, that stuff didn't bother me as much, and is what I think was the tie-in all along to the Mandalorian episode seven. Do you see Baby Yoda? Use the force to bring something back to life and heal I know, it. I know, I saw that. So I think that's what their what their their plan was. Now, yeah, I've always everybody.
1: It's just like. So what's the point?
0: I've always wondered because the Jedi. I remember in Attack of the Clones, some of the fallen Jedi. I would see their hands on it, but this is a first. The first time we've ever seen that, and it is a reach. I don't know how exactly I feel about it. I really don't. It is still in me going like it didn't bother me that much. There's more that bother me. It's about the, the conveniences of the story. And also I – we're jumping around a lot I know about, but – I I know that. But to go to this part, Mm. the Carrie Fisher stuff I thought was wonky in a way that was really a bummer for me. Very strange. Because they were writing around her dialogue because she was literally – they were using footage from Force Awakens, right? And so they were having other characters add the gravitas of – … dialogue that would get into – like they were trying to use old footage of Carrie Fisher to train Rey, uh, and this old footage was her just going
1: … That was weird.
0: And so it really took me out of the movie. But what worked so well for me, what worked to just got me in a way I, I can't describe is Kylo Ren's redemption through his mother because I thought it tracked from The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi he couldn't bring himself to do it. I thought that was the setup. And here it was the payoff, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. I really did. It got me in the feels, and it got me in the feels when Princess Leia is no longer with us now, and she became one with the Force. I thought it was a beautiful send off. What, what at the end? Yeah, it worked. Okay. Well, not about not not that because she she doesn't disappear. She does. Her body disappeared. Not at first. Not at first. Right. Right. At
1: first, she's just there, mm-hmm. and then uh, Poe comes and like you know has pays his respects. Right. She doesn't disappear until. Ray gives him the kiss of death. Right. I guess so. Because let's remember, somehow Ray leaves Kylo on the Death Star wreckage. Mm-hmm. Kylo has that moment with his father, okay, with, with Han Solo, so that everybody out there who's been saying on Reddit and on, thing, and, and on this f- show and in this channel, Ky- Kylo Ren is unredeemable. Okay, even though we, we, we all knew that that was happening.
0: No, he was, yeah, we knew I he mean, was going to be know, redeemed. But there's so one. many
1: people, a lot of them, you know, that, that, that review here. He's never going to be redeemed. He's unredeemable. So, again, they listened to that crap, and they put Han Solo, who must have made 15, 30, 40 mil to just show up for five minutes, um, to give the, his his son the okay, like, hey, kid, I forgive you. Yeah. Okay? Then somehow... They get it to this, um, you know, Osgoal world or whatever the hell it's called, and you know somehow uh, Kylo finds his way there. Never explained.
0: The Wayfinder.
1: He doesn't have it anymore.
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah. So maybe he
1: memorized it, but he still doesn't have a ship. It's like if you're in a campground with no fire, you have no fire.
0: Right. You right. know,
1: he had no ship. Somehow he shows up there. Right. Uh, Palpatine kills him, says, you're the last, you're the end of the Skywalker, and he throws him out. And forget about the fact that now the Force FaceTime, you can like like
0: transfer stuff through it. Again, love that. I That's one of them, again, love that, that. I, okay. I thought it was a continuation of Force Skype from Last Jedi yeah. that then kind of, for me, Force works in mysterious ways, introduced something that I could appreciate more than the Force healing, bringing back to life. I will say that. So I liked that version of it. I loved the, the them fighting. She was in Kylo Ren's quarters, and he was down on the planet, and they had that moment together. I thought that was – that stuff is all fascinating and, and Star Wars to me that I loved. The main problems I had was its over it's, – its need to lean into nostalgia, bring back Han Solo, missed opportunity. That should have been Luke Skywalker there. See you around, kid, at the end of The Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought we could see That's that.
1: That's what I thought actually it was. I thought it was so too.
0: Good. I understand he's a memory, but Han Solo is dead, and he's gone, and I enjoyed the hell out of seeing Harrison Ford come back. And I love my Han Solo, and I loved seeing him on there, and I did clap. But that that was a hollow feeling for me that it passed. Yeah. It passed, and I went, should have been Luke, I thought. Yeah. This movie has a lot of problems. It does. It It does. Look, look. And I understand – the vitriol going on, and, I'm, and I understand people not liking it, and I understand people loving it. I've I, seen people say it's the best Star Wars movie there ever was. I don't agree with that. I haven't seen that. Is that really out there? Yeah, it's out there. Yeah, yeah. Some of the reactions I've seen um, are people that really, truly love it. I am in the middle of of I am the I like the movie so much. It 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 made me happy. It filled my Star Wars ever loving heart. But I can step outside of that and go. oof, There's some stuff here that I wouldn't have done.
1: I mean, let's I talk never about...
0: would have brought the Emperor back.
1: Okay, fine. So let. Yeah. So the Emperor is back. But even if you get more stupid with it, okay. Mm-hmm. Kylo shows up. Rey is there. Okay. This is the big. This is the big showdown.
0: The finale.
1: Yeah, the finale that is being claimed by Disney as the end. Of this forty-two-year-old saga, right right? or forty, yeah, forty-two because I'm forty-three, I'm seventy-six. How does it end? Uh, The Emperor kills Kylo Ren or throws him down this gigantic
0: pit. Okay, well, takes their life force, which I didn't understand one bit. Right, takes their life force and
1: reforms, reforms, throws (laughs) Kylo down, right Mm -hmm. down the pit. um, Starts fighting uh, with uh, with Ray. Using uh, Leia's lightsaber, which I actually liked, but I actually thought that it was so obvious that he was going to give Kylo and make a deal about it and say, hey, you know, this is your mother's lightsaber.
0: Yeah. Could have been. You know, like yeah. it could have been
1: a nice moment.
0: Again, this is what I go to the execution. Stories there, it's the execution. But I, I, I tend to yeah. agree with you, some of the fundamentals. So you have this weird scene
1: where. The the emperor uses his lightning and this, and it shoots up into the into the sky and his lightning attacks an entire fleet of ships and all this crap right um, and then you have uh, the emperor saying I am all the Sith and then all Ray has to do to to defeat this guy is take out another lightsaber put them together. Right after she has her weird dream of all the rise stuff. And now I feel like I can't even say rise anymore on this show. <laughs> Don't you dare. Because it's just rise, 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 rise. Like the everybody. And I didn't hear Anakin's voice. Maybe he was in there, but I didn't Oh, I it. heard it. It was there. It yeah. was there. Right. Mm-hmm. I,
0: you know, I, I hope it was there because it was it, Hayden Christensen was was uh, credited. Credited. Yep. Yeah. So everybody was in there
1: saying rise, Ray, rise, Ray. All this yep, shit. We
0: had some Mace Windu, some Obi-Wan, some Yoda, Anakin, Yoda, Ahsoka. Was Ahsoka there? Ahsoka was there. Okay, yeah. Ahsoka yeah. was one of the voices. So you
1: have, you know, everybody getting in the VO booth to say "rise," mm-hmm. which is very ironic, you know, mm-hmm. because we we kind of like, you know, we 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 got on that for completely different reasons. Yeah, we found it by accident. Really. <laughs> 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 but now he's holding the thing, right? She's holding the thing. The lightning is being reflected back to the Emperor, which supposedly is a, a Jedi ability that only Mace Windu knew how to do. Okay, it has like in canon or whatever, it has a very specific name okay. of being able to like not absorb the lightning, but also reflect it back. Right, It's some kind of dark side power that's very difficult to learn that only Mace I've heard knew. that, yeah, yeah. but only okay. Mace you Somehow she already knew how to do it. Whatever, that's the least of the things. She could already heal the dead, so she could have died anyway, whatever. Um, and then you get the Raiders of the Lost Ark ending. I know.
0: <laughs> I know. Which I liked. I did like it. I like the Raiders of the Lost Ark uh, stuff where they're, they're in the caverns down below that planet. Right, 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 you know, right. It felt Raiders of yeah. the Lost Ark to me when they find the skeletons and stuff. And it was an adventure and I really dug that. And, and there was a snake there. A snake there. That was a definite Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Indiana Jones reference Lucasfilm reminding you that there is another movie coming out next right. year for, uh, or two years. I have no idea. But um, to your point with the Emperor, he's finally dead for the second time. It, it, it was a. But giant. then she dies. She dies. Ben she, Solo comes back. Ben Solo then like like comes the, back with his hands. Like cla- did, I, didn't understand that. Didn't
1: understand how she died. Right. And now you know what, dude. Nobody can ever shit on the Matrix sequels ever again. No.
0: Because this is this is what Neo did. Yeah. It. it phew, I didn't even think about it that way. So then that happens. She lives. Kylo Ren, uh, they kiss. Great. And he died. dies. Then he dies. Execution? <laughs> JJ, there's another f- couple takes in there, right? Yeah. Because he, he literally went and died. What the and hell? And I, I, didn't, I didn't get it. So then here's my point as we we do need to wrap this up because I, I have to be on another show. Okay. They need me over there. So Ray goes back to Tatooine mm. to bury the lightsabers, which I thought set up episode 10. To be quite honest with you, I think that's Disney setting up a possibility of an episode ten. There's with Ray, okay? Not with Ray, but with somebody finding the the lightsabers. That some but some force. Oh, thing. wait, wait, wait! wait so, like she hid them in the sand, or right, right. But somebody says, "Who is this?" And uh, and she she says, "I'm Ray Skywalker." Wouldn't have that been so powerful without. Any of this Emperor Palpatine nonsense, if she was still a nobody from The Last Jedi, yeah. and she adopts the name Skywalker because her parents were filthy junk traders, that would have landed and probably been one of the best things for a character, in my opinion. But no, nope, yeah, she's a the Palpatine. End
1: of, look, look the, the, it's funny because that little epilogue um, of her appropriating the name of Skywalker and like moving to Tatooine and, and being a moisture
0: farmer now— um, is that what she's doing? I mean, I guess. Very unclear. I have no idea. I thought she would. I thought she's training new Jedi, but maybe not. No, it seemed like she was there to live. Like, hey, I um, thought she was there to to kind of, to just put the lightsabers. Maybe, maybe, maybe. To just as like a none burial. of it is very clear. But it's a nice little epilogue, and J.J. has it great eyes. Look, bottom
1: line is this: um, the future of Star Wars looks very
0: weird. I'm, I'm, I am scared. I'm nervous. Um, we have no plans for movies. Okay. They still uh, they're going to announce the director after the new year yeah. of the 2022 movie. I think it's going to be John Favreau. Yeah, I think it's going to be that. And I wonder if they're going to go back now to the first Jedi. But the future, you're going there, Mark Fernandez. What what's your final thoughts on this? Yeah, look, my final futures. thoughts
1: on this is that in a a to you know like 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 in a grade scale, the movie is a D minus D plus. Okay um in a um whatever i mean who cares about that the movie is just like this whole trilogy thing has been a disaster my 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 final thought with this is that finally the real end of the star wars saga under disney is that somebody has to be made responsible they need to reset the entire franchise OK, Mandalorian and Baby Yoda is working. That's the that's the one thing you have that seems to be working. Right. OK, even though the kid, the show is made for kids. OK, which is a good thing. Even though I wanted Game of Thrones, I understand that it's made for kids because nobody who had seen Star Wars in our men on the street had seen Mandalorian and right. love Baby Yoda. So props there. But. Kevin Feige, if he ever wants to revitalize the cinematic Star Wars universe, there's only two two choices, okay? Number one, you bring back Lucas's scripts and you retell them in some other way so that we can finally have some resolution to the uh, canon number films or the the Skywalker saga stuff.
0: Yeah. Even if you have to change some
1: characters or whatever, Mm -hmm. that's one option. Or number two... Is that you
0: never ever make another Skywalker movie again? no they're not going to It's just like it just it's just over, yeah um my final thoughts again is is all uh, though I was very very critical finally for for this for this episode of Rula Two, I still enjoyed the movie, I still really had fun in the theater, which is all I really want from a star wars movie yeah. your your opening kind of passionate response to it. Like I, I'm on the other side being like it didn't hit me in the ways, but I can talk about story. My main problems are with the Emperor and Ray and that connection there because they blew it with The Last Jedi. Um, that reveal that I thought was so powerful for people. It was so powerful. Which reveal? That she was a nobody. Oh, gotcha. That gotcha. no parents that were Jedi right, or a right. Luke Skywalker or an Obi-Wan Kenobi or a Palpatine is that she just was strong in the force and that she was just a force called to her. And she became somebody that could help the resistance. That was a powerful story right. for me that I thought they blew it. That really that's my that is what really hurts the most for me about this is that they relied on the wheel of speculation and it landed on Palpatine. That was a little bit of a smack in the face to Ryan Johnson because I thought that J.J. did some very nice callbacks to The Last Jedi. I thought Luke catching the lightsaber was Absolutely necessary to show his arc from The Last Jedi that he is here now going, No, 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 I was wrong. And he even said it, I was wrong. And that was his journey. Mm. A lot of people are going to say that that's a slap in the face to Ryan Johnson for the Luke character. And Ryan Johnson's probably sitting at home going, Yeah, that was my point. Right. I, 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 I believe that. I but that. overall, I had fun. I know people are going to have fun in this movie, but there are a lot of problems that I do have with it. My opinion keeps changing daily. And I can't wait to see it again to see if it's, if anything new is going to come about. But I'm placing Rise of Skywalker firmly in the prequels, meaning I enjoyed them like the prequels. A lot of problems. Good Star Wars in there. Overall didn't really stick the landing for me. And that's what I feel.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, I, I I obviously incredibly disagree with everything you just said. Yeah, there at the end, <laughs> uh, it, it's it's completely from my perspective. I, I know you, from my point of view. It's it, it's 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 absolute lunacy because you're talking one thing. You're talking about Star Wars mm-hmm. episodes one through six, and you're talking about this fan uh fan generated experiment of the Disney uh, sequels. I, that, I will agree with that you. That are incomparable. On this. You, you can't compare them. No,
0: I, I the Rise of Skywalker really puts the new trilogy into what I think you're saying for me as well. I think it does exist outside. It's I, the only it's, way to look at it, it and even have any and, fun with it. And that's and that's kind of what I'm doing. Yeah. It says I know it's not really connected. I would have done so many different things with this trilogy. But this is a kind of a moratorium. We are we are yeah. we are unpacking this. There's a lot to unpack. I said yeah. it. And I and I'm starting to feel it I'm starting to feel my opinion start to sway a little bit. Yeah. And and I'm in and, and you get to witness it here like, on the listen. this too. is
1: this is our last episode of the year. It is. Okay. Um what thank, a way to go. <laughs> thank you guys for giving us such a good year yeah. here at Rule of 2. Um we love all the support that you've given us. Um it's been an absolute fun 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 ride. Next year, we get the Clone Wars, right? The Clone Wars come back in February. Maybe that'll Wars be a little back. bit, you know, that'll be some fun.
0: And we and we have uh, Mandalorian Episode 8 that's going to debut this upcoming Friday. If you're all watching at home or listening to this right now, we have that to look forward to. Um, I actually uh, I have a reprieve here, so I can go a little bit longer. What do you think uh, we're going to see in Episode 8 of The Mandalorian? Now that we have Episode 7, somewhat of a cliffhanger. Yeah, so look.
1: I say that we leave the Mando aside for next time, for next time, because got it. this is a big uh, punch in the gut to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, because like these, you know, and then like to have the gall, the unmitigated gall, to look at people in the face from a marketing perspective and say the epic conclusion of the Star Wars saga. It's like the Skywalker mm, saga. That's I mean,
0: because yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you.
1: This has nothing. Nothing in here has anything to do with the Skywalker saga, right? Okay, it didn't follow anything. There is not one single thread in this movie that is uh, uh, set up or, or, or you know how we always talk about the antecedents, right? right? In storytelling, there are no antecedents yeah. for any of this third act
0: in this saga that were part of the first two acts. There's not no. one. No, and that is the biggest problem I have with this movie. Yeah, and 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 what i really don't want to see going forward in the fandom is these big blockbuster movies so concerned about box office that they're going to listen to a contingency of fans i don't think yeah. i think you need to listen and i think you need to you kind need to of have a vision have your vision but if it it's it's hard to say i don't think you I mean because this is a this – this movie was a gut check, a gut reaction to the negativity online, and they made this. Yeah. This is the answer do, to do fans you, saying that the, that the Last Jedi sucked.
1: Do you think that it will make more money than The Last Jedi or less?
0: I'm starting to feel like it's going to make less. Yeah, me too. I think that word of mouth is going to spread in a way that's not going to be very positive.
1: More than Rogue One or less than Rogue One?
0: Now we're talking about will it make a billion dollars? Right. I still think it could make a billion dollars. Yeah. Because Rogue One just passed it, right? Yeah, I think it was 1.1 and I think uh, somewhere around there. Uh, I think Last Jedi was 1.2. Two billion was Force Awakens, um, you know, solo. So I think it's – I think it will, but I'm very, very – actually, I'm very interested to look at the first weekend's domestic it's tracking at about 450 million globally and at about uh, 175 and 200 domestic. If it goes under 200 million, I'll be like, ooh, not, not great, but nothing to be alarmed about. If it opens in the 100 million range, 100 million or below like Solo did, yeah, that's a, that's a big that, – that's when Kathleen Kennedy is, is gone.
1: Like, I mean, I think that she's gone nonetheless, I think. I think she's gone nonetheless. But yeah. look, man, let's look. Let's pay the bills. Let's say goodbye to our sponsors. Let's say goodbye to our fans.
0: Yeah. So we'll, we'll be back next year. Well, I do want to say this. You have two very different reactions. We critiqued it. But to your Star Wars. Yeah. If you love it, if you hate it, this movie, if you hated it. Is there something positive that you that yeah, you can like? Yeah, the movie's like? good. The movie's good in the context of Star Wars. In the context of Star Yeah.
1: That's my take on it.
0: But my- I just but I want to put out there that if you want to love Star Wars, love your Star Wars. If you want to hate Star Wars, hate your Star Wars, yeah. but just be kind to each other. These are just opinions.
1: Whatever you do, about don't, space wizards. don't turn into us. Just don't turn into us. <laughs> a <laughs> Couple of 40 plus year
0: old men. Yeah, this talking is talking com- about
1: a children's fairy tale.
0: It is a children's fairy tale, but see, you did this to me. Yeah, I, I sat it. there watching this movie going, is this a kid's movie? Right. It is. It was a kid's movie. It was e- easily digestible. OK. A lot of just – Fair g- enough. It, it, it was. I, yeah. think it, I think they tried for that. I think that the Star Wars fans, the true Star Wars fans, some of – there's there's like – me and Ken Napsok geek out about a lot of those Did things. Ken liked it? Yeah, Ken liked it. OK. And, and we liked a lot – I, I liked a lot of it too with him. But as time has moved on, I'm starting to feel a little bit – maybe it's called the pull of the dark side. I just want to be positive in my Star Wars critiques. Amen. But it's it's hard for me not to critique writing and storytelling and how a big franchise – can really listen to a vocal minority of fans and try to appease them because they did the exact opposite. Yeah, I think they they blew it.
1: And look, and don't fall into following like like the wind, like the winds of change and the trends. And just because a bunch of people shit on it doesn't mean that you have to shit on it too. Make your own opinion about it. You know, like formulate your own thoughts. About what the franchise means to you, about what episodes one through six meant to you, right? And then, like, see how this interacts with that, and come up with your own vision. What's your own take? Put that in the, you know, put that down in the comments below. Like, yeah, what's that's, your take on it? That's you know? a
0: that is a call to action because I hope everybody who's been listening and watching this at home saw the movie because I don't appreciate people reading the spoilers, right? Because this and is then, a spoiler review. This is spoiler, but there were people out there that read spoilers and looked at leaks. And made their decision about the movie. Which is idiotic. And then yelled at me for liking it. Yeah, and don't tag me on those things. Like, I, that's like, ridiculous, I, I hate, folks. I hate spoilers. Like, don't tag me on that stuff. That's ridiculous. So if you, you can you can discuss this with us after you watch the movie. That's just plain and simple. Yes. It's very easy. I understand that these leaks came out there and people went, oh, that's shitty. But you're taking those leaks way out of context. Yeah. you got to see it in the movie. If you don't like the movie, let's just – have a conversation. Yeah. it really doesn't need to be and, and, and more like, than look,
1: that. I'll I'll be in Miami for the holidays, um, but maybe when you come back, and if I'm still down there, maybe we can do a live Q and A where we just talk, where we just take questions about the last uh, about the I said about the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, because you know there's a lot to digest in this review. This isn't, isn't doesn't even feel like a review.
0: It's more like a. No, oh, it's all over the place, man. And I, and that's a, okay. That's it's what a, we it's do. Like the like we rant, it. Some of it was a rant, but it was like we we are like three days after the fact, digesting this thing is yeah. coming, and that's what that's what Star Wars yeah, but, does. But have your own take.
1: Don't don't just say what you think people want to hear right. and what's going to be a, the popular opinion on this on this beautiful franchise that's suffered so many woes as of late. Mm. Have your own take on it, you know, and be consistent with that take. I've you know me. I've always been very consistent with with my take. And my take from day one was Kathleen Kennedy is a problem, yeah. you know, because the vision, because this film franchise seems
0: rudderless. Yeah. You know, that was always my big problem with it. Yeah. And I and I think that I enjoy my Star Wars. Yeah. I, it's just who and I you am. Should. It's for freaking kids. I
1: don't it's, even know why I'm getting I so just, bent
0: out of shape over it. it it's ridiculous. I think, but I understand. I'm trying to taper that as well, I'm frustrated in the writing and the execution of it, but at the end of the day I love my Star Wars and I'll yeah. always love it so you're going to have to like, oh Riley you, I'm biased yeah, completely, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to see good in these movies that are critically yeah. panned so I want, to your point have fun, have, enjoy your Star Wars if you like it, I hope you did I hope you shared some of my opinions that some of it was just so great Star Wars, such great Star Wars, and if you didn't you What's know, your tell favorite us scene what, in the movie? My favorite scene in the movie was definitely uh, – I think it really was the Ray and Kylo Ren um, uh, battle on the old Death Star wreckage.
1: Yeah, me too. It it's was very cool because That's then – That's the best scene in the movie. You're absolutely right then, in my
0: opinion. the rede- then Because that was leading right to his redemption. I tell you, man, when Leia called to him and used all her energy, her last energy to reach out on the Force – to try to turn him from from st- from killing Rey because he was going to kill Rey. He was going to kill her. He Rey. was about to kill her. He beat her. And that moment worked so well. That was some of the best Star Wars I've ever seen. I loved it so much. It was, a good, it so it was much.
1: a good moment. I admit that was a cool
0: moment. Yeah, so – It's my favorite part of the movie too. You're going to be able to find – that's what Star Wars is. All Star Wars, you're going to be able to find some good stuff. So have at it. Be nice to each other. That's what the Jedi would do, yeah. right? Just be nice. Yeah. I hope you will. Uh, I appreciate – All of your support here for Rule of Two. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to everybody. Mark Fernandez, at Mark Fernandez on Twitter, at RileyRound on Twitter. Head on over to HeroesVillains.com. Put in Rule 10. You'll get some cool Star Wars swag. And we're going to keep talking. I'm sure this will come up on next year's Rule of Two as we continue to unpack this. I wonder how it's going to be when we see it all again tomorrow for us. But we'll see. We'll talk about it then. So see you next time, everybody. Rise.
1: All this is backed up by award-winning easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Does anybody want
0: breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in 5 seconds. Why did you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's where there's a meal for every morning.